0: Welcome back to Bible study. I normally then say welcome back to Paul's letter to the Philippians. And or sometimes I might say welcome back to, you know, Paul's letter to the Philippians chapter 2. But I think what I'm saying is welcome back to Paul's letter to the Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 8. <laughs> you know, this is where we were last week, and there's still more wonderful, profound depths this um, very sacred um, passage of scripture. It's great, John, to have you here. And you know, I will settle for Derek <laughs> as well. You can join <laughs> us, Derek. You know, I, Thank you. We, we you know we have plenty to talk about without you. But I think we you know we let you in. <laughs> Thanks. You know, me. just if you could if you can add something to you know all the depth of wisdom that John and I have. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll think, I think the viewers you know may just tolerate it. Um, John, so you're going to read probably the same as what I read. The same
1: scriptures so you read last, last week. week. Yes, I'll do that again. So that's from um, verse 5 through to... Um, uh, uh, to
0: 18. 18, that's right. And I then if I, if I pray.
1: Yep, that sounds good. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who... Being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes? And if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. Mm. Mm. Thank
0: you. Let's pray. Lord, we uh, come again uh, before you, before your word uh, with um, excitement and, and humility We thank you for uh, the Apostle Paul. We thank you that you um, touched his life and revealed yourself to him on the the road to Damascus. Thank you that this happened in history, and yet we're studying um, such profound truths that that, um, were part of your purpose and plan for us, for humanity, for your creation, some of which is beyond us, and yet, Lord, we have these wonderful insights, and we pray that you'll help us, um, help Derek especially as he as he opens up some um, special uh, insights from these few verses here in Philippians two. Just commit our time to you, and we pray that the from this Bible study there would be a um, great blessing and lasting blessing for all. Who tune in. Amen. 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 Very good. So I think it's good to read the wider passage because you realise well, there's some sort of humdrumery in there as well in terms of the you know this present age that we're living in, and and um, uh, and that makes it even more precious when you when you drill down into these these few verses, and even as we discovered last week, this word in Greek is so important. It's just exactly that word Mm. and not another word so yeah god's word is is living and active and so we're we're here to listen to what god has to say Mm. and we're still really in in these um verses that we wouldn't say we got stuck on them Mm -hmm. we we actually because we didn't it flowed didn't it through through you know just even Surprised we didn't sort of split the words in half, <laughs> but but here we are. Um, what what more can we glean, as it were, Derek, from from this the, these seven points of of let's say Christ's condescension? Yes, we saw. Unless uh, or does no, John no, no, no. I was just thinking it might be actually quite handy if Derek just ran over those briefly to, to exactly. Glean. Orientate the viewers and those who might not have seen last week. Exactly. Yet, if you haven't seen last week, they should go. You should go on um, the Revelation TV website. You can go to the videos of the past, and it's very well worthwhile. It watching is a it again. must watch. I, I will. I can tell you, I will be it watching. Is a must it again. watch. Okay. So, yes, so just
2: the, this words. is in a sense a holy of holies of Scripture. Yes. It's 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 the gospel, and it really shows us the inner what Christ did for us Mm -hmm. and humbling himself and so we're particularly looking at the seven steps which are in verse six very quickly and then we'll we'll see it from another angle that will just bring them to light life as as well Mm -hmm. first of all it says that christ being in the form of god Mm -hmm. we said that this this means that he was by very nature god Mm -hmm. he had the outward display of being god and of course if you have the outward display of being god you must be god (laughs) and so this word means the the outward manifestation Mm. that
0: corresponds to the inward reality and it wasn't a it wasn't a trick that's the point Um, god's nature is truthful so god's never going to or the lord jesus is never going to pull a confidence trick on us exactly it's like you know the old bishop of durham many years david jenkins oh it's just a conjuring trick with bones i mean if he just realized the folly of that statement because that means the whole of his vocation, the whole of the scriptures, is just tissue paper. It's a r- ridiculous yes. Yes. statement. Yes. yes, that's not God's nature. So anyway, he he really was an God. interesting way to think of this word Morphe. Yeah,
2: which is it's a clear declaration that that Christ is God by yeah. very nature. Yeah. His very nature God, but it's specifically the outward manifestation of being God, corresponding to the fact that he was in essence God. Yeah, that's what the word means. I mean, and just an interesting way of thinking about it. You, we might say that, let's say, a woman is beautiful, okay? And of course, we would talk about outward beauty and inward beauty, mm. you know. And and she's beautiful on the outside, and she's beautiful on the inside, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. You see. So, morphe would mean an outward beauty, or an outward fit, you know, or if it's an athlete, an outward fitness corresponding to an inward fitness or, or beauty, yeah. and, and, and that would be morphe, whereas it's possible, let's say, that a woman is beautiful on the outside, but not on the inside, yeah, that's right. That's right. and then that would be just the appearance of beauty, but not the essence of beauty, so what this is saying is that Christ did not just appear as God with, in the glory of God, he didn't just have all the attributes and the yeah. glory of God, he was, in essence, God on the inside. Yeah. Very
0: God. I never, I never quite... Uh, you know a I mean? God of very God, yes. Yeah. You say very God. I never yes. I thought, was that? <laughs> very God. Yes, yeah, he exactly. Was, was and,
2: and so he, was, he had that full deity. Um, but now we see, despite, although he had that, he was willing to take these steps. And the first step was that... Um, he did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, mm. but we said re- what that really meant was he didn't. He was equal with God, mm. but he didn't hold on to that equality with God, as, and and use it for his own advantage. He was willing to let go of the of of that um, appearance, you know, of that position. That's right. That status. In order to accomplish what he needed to accomplish, he was willing to let go of his throne position, that that position of equality with God. And then it says he emptied, literally, the next step down, it it says here he made himself of no reputation, but literally it is he emptied himself. And we said that 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 meant he emptied himself of his glory. He emptied himself of the manifestation of deity. Uh, And he took, uh, in order that he would take on ultimately human, um, the human limitations. That's right. And then the next step down, it says that he took the form of a bondservant, literally a doulos, which is a slave. So in order to become a man, he actually had to... An ama- a, a human nature is a created nature. Mm-hmm. And anything created by God is, is owned by God, yeah. you know, it's, so he's taking, he has to be willing to subject himself yeah. to God as a creature subjects himself to, or rightly subjects himself to his creator that is owned by God. And so he's taking on a great, a very deep, for God to do this is, is amazing, that he would be willing to take the role of a crea- creature with a created human nature and be a slave of God and a servant of man. So that's keep, the next going, step down. I,
0: I, I'm, I'm conscious if you ask Derek to summarize. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. yeah. Lot I'll, I'm doing there. as qua- fast to, as I can, go. yes. Um, and then it it's says... Because c- we're going to hear, be hearing a lot more of you later. Sorry, soon. yeah. No, he came good. in
2: the likeness of man. That's his incarnation now. And he appeared as a man. And this basically says he, had a true, he was a true human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he looked like us. The difference was he didn't have sin. But he wasn't like us exactly because he's not just a man, he's God also. He's the God-man. So the language is saying that. It's very significant. Then it says he humbled himself. So once he was a man, he didn't play, be a king. He could have done anything he wanted in in terms of that, but he humbled himself. He chose a life Mm -hmm. of humility and service and ministry, Mm -hmm. healing the sick, doing, serving others. Mm. The Son of Man didn't come to lord it over, but to serve. Mm. And then, then he, the next step down is he became obedient, even unto death. Yeah. And that meant because he didn't have sin, he didn't have, to, you know, he wouldn't have died. That's right. His obedience was that he was willing to take our sin yeah. on himself yeah. in order to die yeah. and then pay the price for our sin. And so the n- final step down is Death on a cross, on cross. a criminal's death, complete. but also, in the Bible, that's a, the, the death of a man who is under the curse Humil- of God. Complete humiliation, yeah. Who is under the judgment of God. So, so he, the final step down is that he took our judgment so, so and a, the curse on so himself. So a
0: question before we, we're going to drill further in. You know, how can we possibly, you know, when you think of the majesty of, of those two or three verses, how can we possibly have that mind? that's what paul is saying he's saying have this mind yes i think what he's saying is understand this Un-
1: understand it um because you need to work do this yourself you need to work this out in your own lives yeah. you obviously doing it at a lower level but the principles are still there all of those seven everything. steps. everything that's yeah. right and i'm sure we'll look at this in more detail later on and so he goes on to say work out your own salvation. I've given you the example. Mm, I've taught you what happened in heaven. Mm. Now, at a lower level, you need to replicate this and work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But don't concern yourself because it's the Lord that's working in you. do his good will and pleasure. So this is the plan of God as it was with Jesus. Uh, it's the same plan on a, sli- on a slightly lesser scale being worked out in you to perfect you ultimately through sanctification
0: for heaven. Another hymn so is glorious. come to I mean, it, I mean, I probably, hundreds, thousands of hymns were written on these verses, but the one that just comes into my mind, Thou who's, who was rich. Thou who was rich beyond all splendor, I think. All for love's sake becamest, mm. and it almost actually mirrors these verses: mm. "Becamest Paul, becamest man, yes, you know. Emmanuel." Mm. You know. and, and when you said, "Work out your own
2: salvation," you know that's so interesting. That's the next verse. Yeah. But the the thing, two things is, is as we as we just see what Christ did, that kills our pride. Yeah, you know yeah. our pride. Forbid it, Lord, that I should boast. Yeah you know, yeah. saving the cross, it kills our pride. But the other thing is, yes, we, we walk it out, but it says work out your own salvation. Mm. So the awesome thing is in the new birth, we receive the spirit of Christ. Yeah. Mm. His spirit is the spirit of Christ in us. So in a sense, th- we have that salvation in us, that, that, yes. that, 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 that nature of Christ
0: mm.
2: formed in our spirit, and, and so we can, we can start living that out. We, we, God has, by his grace, empowers us
0: to, yeah. to, yeah. to live yes. that out. Yeah. Yes. And um, another verse, uh, Romans 8, you know, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? I mean, from this thing that the Lord, a uh, thing is not the right way to describe it, that the Lord has done for us, it so much is like the, the, the hub of, uh, all the spokes of the wheel mm. come out of what this yes. actual event of yes. what the Lord did for us,
2: He's given us everything. And in verse twenty-seven, one twenty-seven, when He says, "Walk worthy," yes, of, um, as citizens yes. of the gospel of Christ. This is the gospel of Christ. Yeah. This is, in other words, <clears throat> our whole. This this should con- this understanding, this revelation, mm. should control mm. our whole way of of
0: living. Yeah. Um. It's not just a sentimental thing, is it? You know, this is something really deep, powerful, you know, robust. It's... um, Mm. What's next? (laughs) I don't mean what's the next verse, what's next within (laughs) these verses? Yeah. Well, there is a background to these verses that I think sheds a
2: lot of light. And I believe that when Paul wrote these verses, It is written like a hymn, but I think he was just moved into elevated speech, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It so reflects something in the Gospels, point by point, as I believe we'll see, um, that I believe that Paul was conscious of something that Christ did and that that Christ deliberately did as a picture of what he was about to do. And I'm talking about the foot washing. That's right. That if, as we look at that, we all see that Jesus did this as a picture of salvation. Yeah. He wasn't just you know, washing their feet as an example of humility, but the whole thing was, was a bigger picture mm. of salvation. Mm. And Paul is, I think, building his thoughts around the foot washing. Mm. So
0: that might be a new thought. And many to some folk people. know that, you, you know, even in wider society, know about the foot washing because of Maundy Thursday. And even the Queen washes feet, yeah. doesn't she? That's, that's one of the things she does as part of the tradition on Maundy Thursday okay. in the Easter week, so called Holy Week. So it, it's, it's wonderful that we can now open up that, that amazing event of what the Lord Jesus did and link it to this passage. Mm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to... What, in, what, what passage? in John, 30. John 13. John 13. Um, is it a passage that where, we, uh, where we John could it? read for us?
2: Yes, I, we could pick out. That. If we just pick out a verse at a time, John, if you, yep. we could be ready yes. and I'll yep. just okay. guide, guide that. Yep. Um, but notice the context is just before Jesus' death mm. and he is preparing his disciples for, you know, yeah. what's coming. And in particular, we tend to focus more on the communion, That's you right. know, where he is talking about making this new covenant through yeah. his his broken body and, yeah. his, and his blood. But the foot washing, in a sense, shows the big picture of his salvation that comes to a climax through, at his broken body and yeah. his shed blood. Yeah. But th- before that, in a sense. In a sense, a good teaching technique is, first of all, give the big picture, Mm. then focus in on the detail. And this is what Jesus is doing through this foot washing And this was all at the event of the Last Supper in the the upper room. Exactly. And so if we would start by just reading verse 1. of of Chapter chapter 13.
1: Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his, his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end.
2: Now, this tells us something that isn't directly told us in Philippians, although it's obvious. Mm-hmm. That, that Why did he humble himself? Yeah. There's only one reason, and that's love. He, yeah. he loved us, and it's because he loved us he was willing to condescend, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? So we've got to understand, behind this humility is this love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, that is the, the motivation mm. behind everything. Mm. Mm. And then if we read verse 2 and 3. Yeah.
1: And supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God.
2: Mm. Notice it sets the scene of him coming from God and going to God, the humiliation and the exaltation. This is kind of setting the scene. But I also, it's just a little point that what enables us to give ourselves away, it's he came from a place of security. He knew that God loved him, Mm. that that he was safe with God, with his Father. Mm. And, you know, it's when you're secure in your relationship with God that you can give yourself away. Mm. You don't have to protect yourself Mm. because you're secure in God's arms. Mm. And so what it's saying is Jesus did this from a position of strength, not from a position of weakness. It's because he knew God and that God would look after him that he could make himself vulnerable. Yeah. That he could humble himself. Yeah. So, in the same way, when we know God loves us, That's right. we can become the servant yeah. without losing right. our, you know, without being afraid and so yes. on. It's wonderful. Knowing that the Father had given all things. Yes. So, now we're going to see the steps that Jesus took. Okay. Now, first of all, of course, in Philippians, it talks that he's in the form of God. Mm. Um, uh, and, and that corresponds to at this Passover table, I and mean, it's an interesting thing, they sat as a triclinium. Yeah. But Jesus, and they all, there was a seating order. Jesus obviously was the, sat at the top of the table, he was the, yeah. the host. And they would all dress in kingly robes for the Passover feast. Yeah. They, would, they would, as it were, be kings. Um, so he would have been dressed in his best robes and he would be seating at the top place at the table. So as we take each step, let's just see what happens. The first thing that... Um, we, we're going to read it. So we just the next own. phrase, actually, yeah. in verse 4. Yeah. It, um, and, uh, Jesus rose from
1: supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself.
2: So let's take the first one. He rose from supper. Now, this corresponds from the fact that Jesus was seated on the throne, Mm -hmm. the highest place, Mm -hmm. but he did not consider equality with God, that position on the throne, something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. He was willing to let that go. So that corresponds to Jesus now leaving the top of the table. Now, of course, in the culture there, the person who should have washed the feet... I mean, this is a, a funny it story, lowest. really. Normally, would would be a slave. Yeah. Um, but obviously, there wasn't anyone to hand to wash the feet. There was a seating order, and it seems like Peter... You know, you know remember Jesus said, you know, uh, when you go to a feast, don't take the top table, because yeah, you right. might be kicked that's down right. to the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. Take the lower seat, and then yeah. maybe the master will call you up. Yeah. And I think Peter... On this occasion, normally Peter would probably Peter and John would be next to Jesus, but on this ca- occasion, it's clear that Judas, who so was had, given the top position so Peter on had Jesus taken land. the advice and thought, right, I'm going to get set at the bottom. Yeah, I'm going to get.: the Exactly. because we get that from the, what yeah, happens classic. later. Uh, Judas was actually at that yeah. honored position, because yeah. Jesus made his final outreach to Judas. Yeah. Peter was at the bottom, now fuming. Because they, they, in Luke it says they came into this feast, you know, disputing among themselves as to who was the greatest. That's right. You know, so here's Peter thinking, oh, he's bound to call me up. Yeah. Peter, what are you, what are you doing down yeah, there, yeah, sitting exactly. at the bottom? You
0: need to be up here yeah. with me. He almost blurted yeah. it out, didn't he? He said, "Lord, you said if I sat down at the bottom here, you would pull me up to the top. What's happening?" Exactly. Yeah. And so
2: Peter's kind of fuming, because the position was important to him, and and worse, worse of all. There's this embarrassed silence because so they, can't, they can't eat before with these dirty feet, that's, that's right. unthinkable. So Peter, and it's, it's the person in the lowest position who's obliged... So he thinks he's going to be lumbered. So he says, I am going to be lumbered with the washing gonna, of the I'm feet. I'm not going to wash their feet. Yeah, yeah. That, would be, that yeah, yeah. would be saying that I'm lower than them. Yeah, that would be admitting yeah. that, uh, that they're, you know, and, and so he's, he's resisting that. I see. And so nobody knows what's going to
0: happen. So Jesus, I mean, the Lord had said, you know, honoured Peter quite in, in many ways. Oh, yeah. You know, so so there's, no, you could he could be forgiven for thinking that he's, but got, Jesus upends his
2: his thinking he
0: does. because
2: Jesus yeah. gets up, yeah. who should be the last person yeah. to do the work of a slave, to yeah. wash the
0: feet. So so he but, is now going to do it, and that's why Peter's so embarrassed. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, we we are. Uh, basically finding this um, overlay of uh, Philippians here in, the, in this yes, passage, being acted out, yes. So the first thing is he rose from
2: supper. That corresponds to Jesus yeah. leaving his throne position. And, and that is him not counting equality. He was equal with God. He had that position, mm. but he didn't mm. hold on to it. He was willing to let that go. Then the next thing it says that Jesus emptied himself, and we he said it off, was he, he emptied off. himself of his glory.
0: His outer garments.
2: And that's him laying aside his glory. So here he is dressed as a king mm. for the Passover feast. He takes off mm. his garments. Mm. Mm. And that, that's the next thing. And step. then he took, takes the towel, which is basically the Garment of the servant. Slave. Yes. Yeah. slave. That's what the yes. slave would do. So he dresses himself, he girds mm. himself as a slave. Mm. And that's exactly the next step, you see. Mm. He took a g- towel and girded himself. He now puts on the outward appearance yeah. of a slave, yeah. beca- uh, but it corresponds to his inward attitude. He is willing yeah. to, to play the role of the slave of humbling himself below all of them yeah. to wash their feet. Because in those days, they reclined at the table, yeah. so the feet were sticking out behind them, as it were. So yeah. to wash the feet, you have to get down on your knees, yeah. and, y- and you have got yeah. to take it's the... pretty h- menial. And the foot is the lowest part of the body. All right, that, that is like... You know, that's the lowest job, if you like. Yeah. Only the slaves so should is do John that. Gonna read, uh, he, Is
1: Next
0: John going to read... Next
1: verse? Oh, yes, so he, um, he, he, he took, th- took a towel and girded himself, and after that, he poured water into a basin that's and began... That's
0: enough. Yeah. Yeah. Stop, Stop there. Okay. Stop.
2: Yeah. That's enough. Now that's the incarnation. Yeah. See, all those things happened before. He laid aside His glory at the foundation of the world. Yes, John mm. 17, 5. Mm. He, sa- he asked for God to restore His glory mm. that He had with the Father from the foundation of the world. So now, notice, this is beautiful. He poured water into a basin, into an earthen vessel. Mm. So now, yes. this is a picture of him pouring his life yeah. into a, his human nature, into an earthen vessel. Mm. And, th- and that is a huge step. That's wonderful. That is the incarnation I, right I'll there. be honest, I haven't seen that one before, so you've got me... And that corresponds, of course, that he yeah. took Not on... For <laughs> Not for the first time.
0: Not for the first time he brought something new into my you know, limited um, knowledge bank. So there we are, he's poured water into a basin. Coming in the
2: likeness of men yeah. and being found in appearance as a man. Yeah. And, um, and, and then the next one. Uh, um, and began to wash the disciples' feet mm. and to wipe them with the towel for wit- with which he was girded. Mm. And so this is, of course, his whole ministry was, was to, to... And if you imagine, this is Jesus on his knees, mm. you know, doing the dirtiest job. Yeah. You know, and yet he is the Lord of glory. He's the Lord of all. What's he doing? Mm. You know, this is, this is a picture. He's showing, he's not just doing an act of humility, he's actually acting out the drama of salvation. That he has ro- disrobed himself of his glory. He's left his high position. Mm. He's come down even under them, mm. and now he's washing their feet. Of course, that describes his ministry, but supremely, it describes the fact that he died on the cross and he, wa- he washes us in his blood. In the, the water is his life, you see. Mm. So the blood is the life poured out. Mm. So the life is in the blood and when he pours out his life even unto death, mm. um, his blood poured out m- releases his life to us and it's that blood and water, as it were, that cleanses us. Very profound. That washes us of our sin. Yeah. Praise God. Absolutely so Praise that, God. That is the. So you can see the parallel, yeah. can't you? Very, very between much Between Philippians so. and the foot washing. Very much so. And very then the old, if we jump to verse 12, John. Mm. So when
1: he had washed their feet, taken his garments and sat down again, he said to them,
2: Do you know what I have done to you? Right, and so notice there's there 's the exaltation, having done that, yeah, he now um, puts his robe on again, mm. and he sits again at the top of the table, yeah, so he yeah. is now exalted to the highest position and 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 he is again robed in his glory, and of course, in Philippians, mm. we know those great verses it 's always great to uh, to say them you know god therefore highly exalted him and gave him the name above every that's name. right that's right and that's so right. the whole drama of salvation is acted out here it's an, you in know it's, it's amazing
0: when he says do you realize what i've done <laughs> do you understand what i've done to you he, he, in verse um, 12. Yes, <laughs> yes yes and keep reading there yeah yeah no, you can john because yes. it's, it's the version that you because used.
2: bear in mind what what paul in philippians is saying he says you should have the same attitude as Christ. And that's the very application that Jesus is is giving now. Perfect. So you read through. Where
1: where do you want me to read from? uh, Verse 12 onwards. Verse 12 onwards. So when he washed their feet, taken his garments and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's yeah. feet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Keep going? So that, well, yeah, no, no that's, that's pretty good, because that's, 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 have it. this, okay. you know, make my joy complete, so you know, be of like mind. So if I, if I humbled myself, exactly. Exactly. then, you know, surely you can yeah.
2: too. Um, if you say I'm your mm-hmm. teacher and I'm your Lord, then you need to, do that yourself. Work out yeah. your own salvation. Yeah.
1: Yes, and I, you're just tracking back a bit, you know, in verse 7 where um, Peter gets all uppity and, and then Jesus says, What I'm doing you do not understand
0: now. Exactly.
1: And uh, we didn't understand. No. I recognize the element of forgiveness in the symbolic washing. And, yeah. But... but um, that is so much yes, deeper It's so opened up, and, you, and a
0: lot of what the lord did they didn 't understand yeah didn't understand, he didn 't understand, and did, he says, did get it, if it's I do
1: not wash it. you, have no part
0: with
2: yeah, me it 's wonderful he says wonderful Jesus was the master teacher, of course, you know, yeah, great teaching is also acting out you know yes. it 's an acted out message of of what he would do for us, and it 's like once we understand what Jesus has done for us, how can we stand on our pride, yeah. you know what I mean? We, it's,
0: it's, uh, there's, some, there's something quite telling back in Philippians now where where it says God has highly exalted him mm. and given him yes. the name. So it's not the Lord Jesus. This is where it slightly breaks with the, well, you know. The, yes. <laughs> it's not the, the Lord Jesus who, oh, uh, so uh, it could say in verse 9, and therefore, you know, he had earned his spurs and he then... You know, did the, the march of, uh, or the ride of triumph into Rome, uh, you know, and sort of elevated the steps himself. It doesn't say that, does it? It's the subject changes yeah. from what Christ did
2: to yes. what the Father does. Yes. So it's God that exalted him. We are not to exalt ourselves. Yeah. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Yeah that he may exalt you Father, in Father,
0: into your hands I commit my spirit. Yeah. I mean, he, there was this right submission the end. still right at the end.
2: Yes. So our job is not to exalt ourselves. Exactly. If we humble ourselves, God will... In we don't need time, to worry about it. Yeah. Jesus was secure. He knew yeah. the Father, yeah. Father's plan. He knew God wouldn't just leave him and abandon him. He knew the Father would exalt him. Mm. But he didn't worry about that. He just trusted in the Father. Yeah. And he gave himself... And uh, if we will humble ourselves, you know, we just let God do the exalting. That's yeah, not our it, business. I butted in
0: but you, that, that important verse where, you know, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and in due time, you will, ex- will exalt. You. 1 Peter 5, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very,
2: very
0: good. Very good.
2: And, and that is the principle of the kingdom. I remember Derek Prince says, the way up is down and the way down is up. Yeah, you know? yeah. If you want to go up in the kingdom of God, you've got to go down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very, very good.
2: But if you exalt yourself like
0: Satan, that's right. you'll end up yeah, falling. Yeah, there's so much of the whole of the scriptures in these, in yes. these verses, really quite... And quite that is
2: that. the gospel, you see, and that's yep. why he says, conduct yourself as a citizen of heaven, mm. worthy mm. of the gospel. In other words, that this is the, our DNA, This is
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. this is how we were saved. And this is the spirit of the kingdom of God, mm. and so we 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 must have the same,
0: yeah. the yeah. same mindset. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, and we say death could not hold him. Of course, it couldn't. You yeah. know, it, it, it's it, it's he he is completely he's the master of of the, the, something that we are all subjected to in our human and our humanity and flesh we are going to die. Yes. But the Lord came in as the Lord of life. It, he was not subjected to it at all. No. He, he, this was part of God's plan. Death had no mastery over him. He became obedient to death. Therefore, God... The only—the so the only was going you, to happen. Yes, there was the no reason. way it wasn't going to happen. That's
1: anymore. right. As Derek and I were talking, I think after last week's um, lesson, it, it was only because he took... The sin upon himself that they were able to kill him. Mm. Yes, uh, uh, but of course he wasn't sin. So once he was dead, he, he, he you know, having yeah. worked out what he had to do, uh, he became alive again. He
0: couldn't hold him mm. because he, he it's was. Just, this is another very, very profound area. Yes. of what, exactly at that point, you know, where he says, "My God, My God, why hast Thou forsaken me?" And, yes. and we spoke about it, if you remember. Of course, you do, because you're Derek, the, the Jonah, you know, how, how he went. Yes, he did. He did. Mm-hmm. Be, he was separated from God. That's so at the beginning of this passage, you know, he didn't count to quality of God. You know, he 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 sort of separated himself from God's presence. But then the ultimate separation was at that point on the cross when, yes, he, he, when he gave yes. up his spirit. Yeah. yeah. He, he laid aside his,
2: his equal
0: yeah. position. Yeah.
2: Um, and, and he depended on his Father to exalt him. He didn't That's right. exalt himself. Yes. that point even it wasn't possible, was
0: it? It wasn't possible. The Lord he to abandon
2: himself. No, it was impossible. And, and he even prayed, you see, he's in John 17, 5, he, soon after this, he prayed, Father, glorify me together with yourself, mm. with the glory that I had with you before the foundation of the world. So yeah. he's depending on his Father to exalt yeah. him. He renounces the principle of self-exaltation. That's right. And he trusts in his Father to that's exalt that's him. That's amazing. That's a
0: hard lesson for us
2: to learn, because our yeah. flesh... That's
0: right. We is, want uh, to, yes. You know, we've <laughs> done our bits. Now, you know, you sort of... You, you, want, to, you want to be elevated. So it, uh, it, it's a name above every name. The name, the name of Jesus. And, and, of course, it's saying... Um, um, ev- that every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under, under the earth. So um, the whole of creation, in other words. E- exactly. Uh, but the point is, I'm just thinking about the fact that the Lord bowed the knee, as it were, in, um, at the Last Supper, and then it sort of reverses. That's every knee. So he's bowed the knee oh, to wash the feet. Mm. Just trying to find one thing that Derek hasn't said. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. So he bowed the knee. And then the consequence is every knee would bow. It's yeah. the whole world. It's not, it's not just the, the followers of Jesus. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's every. And, and it's, it's the demons. It's yes. Satan. It's the whole it's everything. Uh, created order it will is. bow. I, I remember in Romans um, uh, 3, I think it is, where it talks about, you know, their throats are open graves, their tongues practice to see the poison of vipers is on their lips, this picture of, of fallen humanity. And then it says, now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. It's completely total. It's not, you know, a few, no. It's not those who are in earshot. It is the whole world is held accountable. Those who sin apart from the law will perish apart from the law. Those who sin under the law will be judged by the law. But everyone is under the law. Everyone is under this framework that God has set in this universe and world that he's created. We are all there in this auditorium, this judgment place. And it says, every knee will bow. You see, That's, that is powerful. There's no way out. There's, right. there's no way out. You, every knee will have to bow, either willingly, or
2: by yes. force. Yes. Yes. And, and and so he, you know, it talks about that in Christ, all things will be reconciled to himself. Some people think that means everyone will be saved in the end. Yeah. You know, um, reconciled to God. But I think what that means is that there will be no sin or rebellion that will be allowed to be expressed in eternity. Mm. So every enemy will be put under his feet. Every knee will bow, even Satan's mm. knee will bow, mm. not because he wants to, That's right. but he will be required to. Yeah. And, and so that people really who think that they will have a party yeah. in hell are sorely mistaken. That's right. Because in hell they will be under the level of um, punishment or pain necessary yeah. for their knee to be kept bowed. They won't be able to sin in hell, I believe, because because every enemy must be defeated. Every knee will bow. And oh, that's an interesting one. Through hell, through and, yeah, through so eternity, think, they yeah. will not be allowed to sin and
1: confess that Jesus is Lord. So you, got the the sort of the yeah. double insult, if you like, yeah.
0: for them. They're who want to rebel. Um, yes, that's I. Yeah, I'm sort of So you you have a choice. You,
2: your your knee will bow and your tongue will confess. Yeah. But you either choose to do it willingly now yeah. or you will have to for all yeah. eternity. God will not allow mm-hmm. rebellion to continue through eternity. That's quite a scary you know, picture of hell, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. But um, mm. the name above every name. See, there, there's another dimension here because, the, of course, he is God. Mm. And so, as God... You know, he, he now has the full manifestation of God again. He has the name above every name, which I have to assume is is the God name. In other words, he his full glory, his full position, position is restored to him as God. Yeah. But there is more going on here because it says, "At the name of Jesus, every name is well." Mm. Now, Jesus is the name of his humanity. That's right. That's the point. And so, there is a difference. <clears throat> Before he was on the throne. Afterwards he's on the throne. But the difference is his human nature is being exalted now as well. His human nature is being glorified at the name of Jesus. So it, it's hard to even comprehend what that, that means. But now his humanity is glorified. And his humanity has the name above every name. And that applies to us because why did he become a man in, in order to be identified with us, in order to unite with us? Mm-hmm. So that speaks of the fact that he did that not for himself, he did it for us. That somehow our humanity is going to be glorified. Yeah. And somehow his divine nature... See, in, on earth there was a kind of tension between his divine nature and his human nature. Because in his divine nature, he never got tired. Mm. But in his human nature, he got tired like the rest of us. Yeah. And there's a, there's a kind of tension there. But now there is no tension. His humanity is fully glorified, infused with the divine nature, if you like, and, and so now it's a
0: man at the right hand of God, the God-man. It it's powerful. I, I have another hymn that's come to mind, but we see Jesus made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. But we see Jesus crowned with glory and honor, the other verse. Um, that, there's what, which psalm is it that talks about the Lord being made a little lower? Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Is there something there that we should read? Or is it... Some, or, I'm just trying to... No, you said to, it. To, yeah. I've, I've basically said it. And, and um, it's hard to comprehend. Mm. He could be made lower Yes, um, exactly. we
2: understand. Down with it, yeah. glory and honor. So it's his humanity yeah. went through this death and resurrection. So it, it, I, it's hard to really comprehend what that will mean for us. Mm. But the, we will be exalted above the angels because the angels, God didn't share a nature with the angels. Mm. So however glorious those angels are, we are destined to be yes. exalted above them yeah. And, and we will share. So our human nature will be glorified. Mm. Uh, we won't become God, obviously. Mm.
0: But something awesome is going to happen yes. to us. I, have, I, I fancy, uh, if you could just as an interlude, read a bit of Psalm 8, um, <clears throat> uh, verse, verse 1, maybe, to, to verse um, uh, 6. It's... It's amazing. You, you know, we're reading in Philippians, yes, but then you, it, I, you have this, the Spirit of God has, has inspired um, David to write these well, One to eight, I might as read one to nine, the whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but it, it sort of says it all when you get to six because you yes. put all things under his feet. Yes. So, you know, verse one, if you do one to uh, six, that, okay. that will cover it.
1: O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens... Out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honour you have given him dominion. So the final verse six, Oh yes. it talks about everything under his feet. Yes, you have, made, you have made him to have dominion over the works
0: of your hands. You yeah. have put all things under his feet. Yeah. So there's something in that Psalm that is obviously talking of the Lord Jesus, but also there's an element of, you know, we have this mind mm. among us that was also in Christ Jesus. We, you know, all the things you're talking about him mm. can be us in him. Mm.
2: Yes, we, we get the benefit of it. That's amazing. Yeah. He has the name above every name, but we we are exalted to the throne. We we share in yes. yeah. in his in, so in, in, in
0: it's that glory. The, the, the Christian walk and the Christian message is beyond. Oh, just follow this list, tick off this list of things you've got to do, yes. and you know you'll be a good Christian. It's, yes. it's something. You know, we're being swept up into some something. amazing fulfillment of yes. God's purpose. Mm. For us, yes. in him. Because in Hebrews,
2: he picks up on Psalm 8, yep, doesn't he? Yep. Exactly on these lines. Exactly, He quotes Psalm 8, as we've done, yep. and, and he says and God he, has... Let's to read s-
0: it again. Yep. I think it's good to read it because we can show the we'll well, scripture on the if, screen. If
2: we read from Hebrews 2, verse 5, yep. um, yes. to 11...
1: For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honour, and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honour, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Wonderful. Yeah, and verse is yeah. important. Oh, for it was fitting for him, for whom, we, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through
2: sufferings. Mm-hmm. So he did it to bring yes. many sons yeah, to glory. To glory. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know, we are, you know, this is the amazing thing that we don't even know what that will, no, will mean in the no, end. No, it says, no. we shall be like him for we will see him.
0: Yes.
2: That we, we, you know, I think our glorification is not just that we'll have a, a better body, yeah. but exactly. there is a, an infusion yeah. of, of the full release of Christ's yeah. power and nature into us yeah. that we will, we will become like him in mm. our human nature. Mm. And uh, we won't become God, but we will be exalted with him mm. to the highest place. Yeah and uh, reign with him forever. Wonderful. There will, be pres- there will be
1: a oneness which is represented by marriage, the marriage covenant. Yes. A oneness, but to the point where we don't quite become God. Yes. But yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's beyond our imagination, yes. isn't it? It's, 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 so so the, these few verses in Philippians and Paul's writings just have a dimension that's far beyond just a little, little bit of sort of teaching from a rabbi yeah. or a, a little bit of instruction, you know, to get on in your community or in your heavenly colony. It's, it's just, it's like a little window opens on heaven yeah. and, and we see some amazing plan. And th- when it says, every tongue will confess... Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Um, so even, as you say, all of those who reluctantly are kneeling, they're also confessing. They have to it's, confess
2: that he is Lord, that he is God. It's, and it, that is to the glory of God the Father. Yeah, yes. Everything will be reconciled to himself. Yeah. There will be, yeah. All his enemies will, will be defeated and under his feet.
0: Yeah. And... Um, so the enemy is playing something out at the moment. our last five minutes, but, you know, he knows his time is short, you know, Revelation 12. He knows it. He's, he's, he's sort of lashing out. The name of Jesus is just trampled everywhere, isn't it? Yes. Uh, and, you know, people are swearing everywhere the name of Jesus, more than any other name at the moment. They're not confessing Jesus as Lord. No. They're, they're linking it to some of the most filthy aspects of, of you know, fallen man and the devil, is trying to whip all of this off, but he, he's running out of time.
2: Mm.
0: And it, it is hard when you hear, you, you, you just hear this, a name that is so precious, so powerful, mm. being yes. trampled on. It, it, you think, how could that be? How, how could it be that, um, that it is because of the enemy of, of God? God will he's have the last word. Trying to take the glory, yeah, trying to... it just, yeah, get most out of his sewer, as it were. It it chose, actually, although
1: I I know there's this argument, you know, that the the Lord's prayer is a a pattern, and I understand that. But the Lord has this ability to to distill everything down to an irreducible minimum, which he's done. And I realize it, just what you said, Mm -hmm. that as we pray, Lord, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom yeah. come, thy will mm. be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's invited us to pray that, to deal with just the things that you're talking about. Yes. To deal with the trampling and the, 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 yeah. the blasphemous use of the name. We can overcome that
0: by, by praying, hallowed be thy yeah. name, mm. thy kingdom come on earth. And we rebuke in the name of Jesus. We yes. don't do it in our name. Mm. No, that's yeah. right. Another hymn at the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. King of glory now. Yeah. 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 To cap it off. Yes, please. Paul is actually quoting
2: from Isaiah. 45, 22. Yep. Okay, And he's saying, look to me, this is Jehovah speaking, look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Mm. So it's very clear, one God. Yeah. Verse 23, I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that to me, Jehovah God, every knee will bow and every tongue take an oath or confess yeah. their Lord. Yeah. So... Notice, this is Paul is quoting from that. Mm. Mm. But he, this is a verse where God says, this is only true about me. There is only one God, there is no other. Yeah. And every knee will confess, yeah. every knee will bow and every tongue confess. Mm. Then Paul takes that and applies it to Jesus. Yeah. That at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and yeah. every tongue confess. Yeah. This is a very strong statement of the deity of Christ yeah. saying that verse will be fulfilled by Jesus mm. There is only one God, but Jesus and the Father are both God, to the glory of God the Father. And there is one
0: God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I mean, we should be doing a Don Francisco now. You should. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Um, The the, the thing is, in Romans 10, is it, you know, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord Mm. and believe in your heart God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, some will be confessing it, but not believing it in their heart. But you, we all should confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord. Do it before it's too late. Do it, you know, before you're forced to do it. <laughs> Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And believe it in your heart and you will be saved and you will be justified. Amen. And you will be glorified. See you next week. We'll see you next week.